Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, and welcome to In All Honesty, the podcast where we get real about life and all the problems that come with it. I'm Michelle Elman, and I'm a five-board accredited life coach, public speaker, author of The Joy of Being Selfish, and Am I Ugly, and my new book, The Selfish Romantic, coming out in January. I'm passionate about teaching people to communicate, heal the wounds of the past, feel your feelings, and ultimately giving you the tools to change your own life. This is the space where you get your personal development needs met, and we talk about all things growth, self-awareness, and communication with complexity and nuance. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, stick around, because I think you're going to like it here. Today we are talking about boredom. Boredom is one of those things which gets demonised in the media and I want to make a case for the reason why we actually need to fall in love with boredom, why it's actually a part of life and it doesn't necessarily mean there is something wrong in your relationship, in your career or in your life in general. And how I'm learning this is I just came off a digital detox where I deleted all the social media apps. I still was using WhatsApp and I was still using my phone, mainly for emails, but TikTok, Twitter and Instagram were deleted. TikTok I couldn't technically delete because of the drafts they delete if you delete the app, but I didn't go on them for a week. And within that week, I started to notice how many times I reach for my phone when I'm bored. And the problem with reaching for your phone every time you're bored is you actually don't allow space in your brain to be created. And space in your brain to be created is so important when your job is content creation of any kind. Obviously, I have social media, but I also have books. And me trying to create content meant that I was running dry of ideas. When I was letting my brain have those thoughts, let them exist and not actually act on every single thought I have, I was actually able to almost refresh and restart. The reason why I say boredom is a skill is because it requires practice. You will get so bored easily if you are so used to being occupied all moments of the day. This happens with kids and actually I learned this with my own nephews the other day that I always found it really exhausting being around my nephews because I was always playing with them and last week I pulled a muscle in my back so I sat them down as we went to the park and was like 
I can't play with you today. I can't run around. I'm going to sit here and enjoy my cup of tea, but you go play with each other and have the best time. They went and played with each other and I was able to sit there and have my cup of tea. And because I didn't have my phone, I sat there and just people watched and watched the kids, obviously, but just watched my surroundings, looked at the sky, looked at the birds, looked at the trees. And if I hadn't been on a digital detox, I would have looked at my phone. And when you look at your phone, you're still not giving your brain to breathe because you're being stimulated. But actually creating time for emptiness is a really good element to have. So how does this affect the other areas of your life? So in relationships, you will get bored. If you're always looking for intensity and drama, you might actually break up with someone because you've hit that stable, secure phase. And when you're in a stable, secure phase of a relationship, there are boring parts. In the same way that when you're alone and single, there are boring parts. There are periods in single life where you won't be going on any dates. There will be parts in your relationship where you don't feel that spark, that chemistry you maybe had in the beginning. You feel a safety and safety can seem boring if you're used to intensity and drama. Same with career. If you expect to love and be so excited by your career every moment of the day, you would not get stuff done. For me, There are days when I'm bored writing. Obviously, that doesn't create my best writing, but you need to have the days where you're bored writing in order to have the days where you're on a roll. You can't stop writing. Words are flowing out of you. Days where you're bored are part of your career. And you don't get stuff done if you keep resisting this boredom. So for example, some of the really boring aspects of my job is updating my website, doing my invoices, speaking to my accountant. I find these things boring, but it's an essential part of actually running a business. And yes, when you get to a certain level, once you're making a certain income, you could probably pass that off to an assistant. But even if you do that, there will always be a part of the job that you like least, and that is normal. It's the same in life as well. Yes, we should be making our lives as interesting as possible. We should be fulfilled in our lives. But there will be periods and times where you're just going to be bored. Everything's going to be a bit stagnant and everything's going to be a bit still. And that's okay because actually in those moments of stagnation and where everything's quiet and you might be tempted to think that you're in a rut because nothing's changing, nothing's exciting you, Those are actually the moments where you embed all the lessons. So I believe life comes in highs and lows and there are periods where you're just static, where there's a plateau. That plateau is actually when you can take all the lessons from the lows and you can take all your enjoyment from the highs and just let it settle. It's this resistance to letting it settle and actually being okay with just cruising in life that actually prevents a lot of personal development. We always want to be growing, learning more, but sometimes if you don't give space between the learning and the embedding, or in life coaching we call it taking action, then you're just absorbing information without actually applicating it to your life. The reason you have to fall in love with boredom is because otherwise you will let your decisions be swayed by your moment by moment feelings. Boredom is just a feeling, it is a state that will pass. But for example, I would have never finished my book if I'd let that boredom take a hold of me. Of course there were days I loved my book and words were flowing out of me, but there were also days where I was bored and I didn't want to do it. 
but I still sat in the chair and wrote 2,000 words a day, and that's the only reason there's a book that you're going to be able to read in January. But that's the same for any habit. When I first started going to the gym, I made a promise to myself I would go three times a week. I didn't have to stay. I didn't have to work out for any longer than two minutes. I didn't even have to work out for two minutes if I didn't want to, but I had to walk there and I had to walk back. And there were days I didn't want to. There are days I was bored and still I did it because that was a commitment to myself. And that's about self-respect in order to keep your goals with yourself, the promises you make, no matter how bored you get. I actually think our relationship to boredom and how it's discussed in personal development is as a result of the overglorification of being busy. We believe every moment in time should be productive, otherwise it's a waste, and therefore we don't allow ourselves to have those quieter moments, those calmer moments, and yes, boredom. Personal development wants to sell you on the myth that you should jump out of bed every single morning, and whilst yes, maybe some people are capable of achieving that, I've never been able to, and that's not a bad thing. What this ultimately comes down to is that boredom is a feeling, but we have to understand that we are conscious humans, and our conscious mind with our goals, our drive, and our ambition have to take precedent over how we're feeling about that goal that day. Just because you don't feel good about it doesn't mean you let that feeling dictate it, and that's not to say you ignore that feeling. Feelings and emotions are guideposts on what you need more of and what you need less of. Emotions are there to provide you information and so yes obviously notice it but that's not to say that you listen to every feeling you have so for example fear you will feel fear because it's ingrained within us if you go at a height but knowing that you are actually safe you override that feeling and go no I'm actually safe and you ignore the fear and maybe you perceive it as excitement you don't let that fear dictate you and we need to be looking at boredom in the same way it's very context specific and of course there's a nuance and complexity in this so of course there are times times when you should be listening to your fear because you are about to do something dangerous and your fear is there to protect you and likewise if you have an excess of boredom there will be times you need to make a change do something different but day-to-day boredoms having moments of boredom throughout your life that's normal that's healthy and we need to stop fearing it as much We need to get okay with boredom. The reason why I say boredom is a skill because at first you might only be okay with being bored for about five minutes. But as time goes on, you can make space for boredom. And in that boredom, you will find a lot of gems, or at least I have. A lot of learnings have come to me when I've been bored, when I've let my mind be empty. And know that actually there's no threat or hidden meaning to the boredom. Boredom is just one of the many emotions that humans experience. But because we have a limited emotional vocabulary, most people only think there are three emotions emotions, happy, sad and angry, we often don't view boredom as emotion and therefore we don't make space for calm, we don't make space for quiet and we don't make space for this stillness that's really important. That's my takeaway for the day, hope you learned something from it or it made you think about something in a new light. Thank you so much for listening and if you enjoyed this episode it would mean the world if you could leave a review wherever you're listening to this and share it on social media and tag me in it so I can share it too. Come find me at Michelle L. Elman on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. We do fun things on there like Q&A Mondays and on Fridays we celebrate your boundary wins. There's a whole community of people who want to grow and heal as well and we're waiting to welcome you whenever you're ready. In the meantime, make sure to feel your feelings, set some boundaries, communicate in the way you want to be communicated with, ask for what you need and I know sometimes you forget but someone loves you and I'll speak to you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 